We're going to use that as the intro song this week. Yeah. 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 It'll be as good as that uh, time we use that. I need to Gwen's see that program. Song. Song. The, the... Everybody, ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Start whenever you good. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome hey, back Jason. to Off the Crossbar. Welcome back to you. Thank you. I miss you, you guys very much. much. Did you really? You did or great, are you lying? You degraded my absence. No, I missed. I missed you. Oh, that oh. sounds kind of weird. Anyways. No, no, it's okay to miss me. It's okay. Did you miss Trevor too? Not so much. But I told myself I wasn't gonna like. You're not going to sniffle? Sniffle. Are you tearing up? Are you tearing up talking about... It was a sniffle. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Trevor's a little under the weather, so please forgive any... Not really under the weather. I have a runny nose. That's under the weather. Yeah. If I have a runny nose, then I'm taking a sick day at work. I went to work today. That's not true. That's not true. But Trevor is ill. Clearly I'm here. But he's sucking it up and he's here. Yeah. He's a better man than me. Is that any different than usual? What? That he's ill? No, sucking it up. Oh. Da 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 da. <laughs> hey da. Good on that. Thanks. We need to get some uh, sound, sound effects. effects. We need a sound board. Have like a crowd clapping in the background. We'll just do it ourselves. We're way off track already. Oh, shit. Why, why are we That's here a again? New record. I think we're here to talk about soccer. Uh, I mean football. 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 How do they say in Dutch? Vote ball. Foosball. That's what that double th- thing means, right? I know, I know what that character's called. We were just talking about it at work the other day. It's not water. a schwa. A schwa is that upside down E. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say the water. No, it's, it's the B that makes a double S sound in German. It's not a B, clearly. The B that makes It looks like a B. Just call it, it looks like a B. It's not a B. I'm going to catch flack for that. Well, oh, really? Okay. Do we have a large German contingent listening to the show? There... German, I believe, is the <laughs> most popular language in Utah. Wow. Sorry about is that. It? I can see that. Gesundheit. Thank you. Speaking of German. Well, we went full <laughs> circle on that one, didn't we? I'm no, afraid I'm going to get sick yeah, this, Let's talk about... For this, and he served his mission in Germany. Oh. Got another co-worker who also served his mission in kidding. Germany. Yeah, German, I, I believe, promise. is the third most prominent language in Utah behind... <laughs> English and Spanish, obviously. I they have really good beer in Germany. For not not that, that your boss had any. But. So, so we... did RSL play this weekend? Yeah, I think they did. Uh, <laughs> they played down in Texas and won. For the first time. Against, well, oh, not, hang, it's hang not on. our first win in Texas. Not the first time in Texas. First Last time in season, we got our first win in Texas. That's true. <laughs> Which... First time against uh, Houston. In Houston. Yeah. That's Which was cool. nice. We've and had some really weird occasion. results down there. And historic. Though. I like that, Trevor. And historic. And historic. <laughs> that was an historic use of and historic mm, yeah. on the show. A first for the podcast. Yeah. Similar We're suddenly ours, like elevated to the greats of literary something. What were you yeah. saying, Jason? I was talking about the game. Don't mind me. Oh. I just like how... Should we talk about the game? Yeah. I like how I spent like 10 minutes last time just being like, oh, it's Texas. We're totally going to lose. And then we have that game. Yeah. That was, a weird, that was a weird one. Yes. That was really great. Like, I felt really good. Okay, so let, let me ask you a question about the game. Sure. Because after the game, I was watching Twitter, and everybody was saying, 
despite giving up five goals, Tally Hall was was fantastic. Uh, as as good a goalkeeper as you can be and give up five goals. Well, I guess that's true, but that doesn't sound like very high praise. No, it, it clearly isn't. But he had a that's like couple of really good saves, a couple one on one opportunities that we should have put away. That well, we we, sh- we should have put them away. Like that's what it is. So it's like, not Tally Hall was a good goalkeeper. It was that we were awful at finishing. Tally Hall was sufficient in those instances. <laughs> he was even good in those instances. Okay. He didn't but have I a lot of like stand out like oh type saves though. Yeah, I mean, he was all right. He got beat by a chip. No clue. Plenty. Because I mean, honestly, I believe we had nine shots on target. So yeah, so four, four, four saves. Yeah, four out of nine. That's pretty That's good. Yeah. Four that out of nine so ain't bad. bad. We'll see. I'm, I'm well, one of those back. is a PK. So yeah, it's true. One of the goals That's is a PK. Okay. So really, he had a fifty percent save ratio. Yeah. Okay. But I'm looking back to the Which Open Cup sucks. last year where we played Charleston. Yeah. And we put five past them. That goalkeeper, honestly. One of the best, like, away goalkeeper performances I've seen outside of the five goals, obviously. That goalkeeper was really good, Charles. He was fantastic. Goalie. Yeah? Atlanta had a really good goalie last year, too. Yeah, they did. The guy that was, like, a sheriff or a fireman or something. Yeah. But the, pro- the problem with uh, Charles, we probably put 20 shots on frame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You easily. know what I mean? So he, he probably had 15 saves and five goals, which, I mean, five goals is not good, but. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Just thought it was funny that people were praising Tally Hall yeah, I for mean, letting five goals past him. He was. He I didn't. Was I didn't right. see it. I. I didn't see him having a good game at all. That's just people being overly analytical. Yeah, it's like people nitpicking at Javi when he has three goals and an assist, <laughs> and people are like, "Well, you know, he really could have done this better." Well, he could have scored like, two more. Get over it. Yeah. I mean, we could, he could have had his first five goal game. Yeah, in Not Texas, let alone his first five goal hat trick. Or three. I didn't know that was his first hat-trick. Ha- that was his first hat trick. Yeah, yeah his first said. professional hat trick. That's pretty cool. I think it was uh, a good, uh somebody asked him after the game if that was his first hat trick. Uh, or yeah, that was his when first he scored his last hat trick. When he scored his last hat trick, that's what it was, and he said in his backyard against his son last week or yeah. something like that. That was funny. Funny guy. So I mean what made him so good? Like what was it? I just don't think Houston knew what to do. Like they, <laughs> it wasn't it was a combination of Houston being bad and Javi being good. But Houston's their midfield is not was not good no, defensively it, it, at all. Like, no. There was no back like secondary line between their midfield and their defense. If that makes sense, it yeah. Was where like they once pl- you got through, you were through. Yeah, and it's like they're playing three banks of, of of players. And yeah, well, they didn't even have. Like, I mean, even their back line was not organized in any fashion whatsoever. I mean, on Mulholland's goal, he had a run down the middle of the field, and he was making the run. There's somebody to the left of him also making a run. Yeah. And they had nobody. Yeah, we had like three or four one-on-one chances. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was unbelievable how bad they did. On that play specifically. But they're, like, they're a, they push up a lot. They're a really risky side. I mean, it's high risk, high reward the way he yeah. used to play. They're not conservative at all. Yeah, it's nice to see, play. but it was it's, just it's so nice to bad. see when we put five goals past them. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, at the same time, if, if you're going to play a high line, usually you play a high line and you play the offside trap, right? So yeah. you have everybody on the same. They didn't page. seem to be because we got they, we they got worked. clear through a couple times, and I don't know if that's just down to really well timed runs and passes by us. Well, well timed passes definitely played into yeah, yeah, or them just being really bad at the offside trap. But I think it I think it was mostly probably the timing of the passes because there wasn't a lot of times where it was just the one guy that didn't step up for them. It was just really nicely done runs and through balls. Yeah, like Mulholland's goal, 
for that example. Was, yeah. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And the but, best part about Mohan's goal is me and Matt were talking, and literally two minutes before he scored that goal, I said, he needs to be substituted. He stopped running 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and then he just sprints it through and rounds the keeper and scores. You know, the other thing I'd point out uh, is that you also said that Sabri would be subbed off in the 60th minute, and we did see how well that went. So. Yeah. That was my fault, guys. I apologize. For <laughs> but I called it. No. You need to apologize to Jeff Gassar and Alvaro Sabrio. I'm not apologizing to Sabo because he scares me. That's true. He and Sabo would that, hold it against me if I said, should apologize hey, yeah, I predicted you getting substituted in the 60th minute. He would punch me right in the face. When was the last time I saw Sabo you. come off that early? Because I was thinking about not it. Not this season. And I'm pretty sure the last time we saw him come off before like the 87th minute was the time he went straight to the locker room with Christ. Yeah. Like two years ago. Yeah. I don't think we've really subbed Sabo off ever. No, we usually don't have reason to. I felt like we had reason to this time. It was the, yeah. I think most of it was the yellow card. Yeah, and it was an unjust yellow, certainly. Yeah. But, like, he is always prone to talk himself into the book. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's be honest here. Like, Or get frustrated and elbow somebody. Or, elbow or kick the ball away or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and it's just not something we can risk. Yeah. Because we were in trouble up a man if we'd gone down to 10v10. Yeah, yeah. It would have been bad news. At that point of the game, it would have been lost. Yeah. Uh, who came in for him in the 60s? That was Devin Sandoval, right? Yeah. And then Grossman came in for Plata. Yeah. In like the 75th. Yeah, along with... Uh, yeah. That was that was great. Yeah. That's as good a substitution as we've had. And we've had some good substitutions this season. Which is funny because, I mean, me included, a lot of people were like, what are you doing? Whenever they put Grossman in. Because Plata had kind of been the spark... Yeah. On offense, but Grossman just kind of came in and settled everything down. Yeah, we. I mean, the the big thing for me is that it pulled Beckerman out of the the base of the diamond. Yeah, and allowed him to have a little more control further up, and that I think was as important as anything. Because Luke Mulholland, uh, for all his great attributes, wasn't controlling the game there. No, um, and we've seen Cole Grossman in the side of the diamond, and he's been okay. I've, I think he's been better at the base of the diamond. Uh, and I think we saw that again. Yeah. Was that's that's the position he just naturally fits in with us. Mm-hmm. And it's promising to see, considering he's going to be playing there for the next six weeks. And I think that might have been part of the rationale, which is a little risky, but uh, it's it's a little risky with, with an eye toward a little more success over the next two months. Yeah. Six got weeks. Six mm-hmm. weeks, yeah. Yes. At least uh, We have a little weeks. bit of that time off, certainly, but... Yeah, yeah, I was thinking we six still got matches. at least five games. Yeah. Well, it's just like the Gold Jeez. Cup, I guess. So here's hoping we crash out at the group stage. Well, I don't no. think anybody hopes kidding. that. I kind of do. But... I think people are accepting. That yeah. That's, that's like 75% going to happen. If, uh, I might go You think if we lose all like three 90. games, Klinsman gets fired? No. No. Really? He's, he's I'm talking like. I'm talking now. like 3 4 nil. All three games. Mm, no. Depends on how we look. If we look really okay... Because the contracts don't, contracts don't mean anything in sports with contracts. No, that's true. They I mean, mean literally nothing. Here, here's yeah. the thing, though. Like, I really think that U.S. soccer is drinking Klinsman's Kool-Aid. Which they totally are, and I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm just throwing it out there. And Klinsman is going to come out after every game. And that... I mean, we see it already. And we're not really to the U.S. soccer part of this. But anyway... I brought it up. Blame me. <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to say this. One point, and then we can move on. Klinsman has been preparing U.S. fans and U.S. soccer and, and everybody for an exit in the group stage ever since the group was announced. Yeah, every, that's true. Every time that's anybody's true. like, hey, 
what do you think your chances are of getting out of the group? He's like, look, realistically, it's a tough group. We're probably not going to make it out. Tough is putting it lightly. Yeah, and he, so if he goes out and we lose by four goals every game, then it's like, oh, Portugal, well, they had Cristiano Ronaldo. What were we supposed to do? Oh, Ghana, yeah. oh, we've never been able to beat Ghana. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, well, Germany, I mean, they're the best in the world. What am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to come out and he's just going to have – Nice things to say about all the other teams, and well, we tried our best, and we'll come back in four years. I mean, and he, nobody's going to care. Klinsman's going to stay. Kind of as a point, right? Yeah. Like, we're looking at playing Brad Evans or maybe, God forbid, DeAndre Yedlin no, at right not. back. Don't say that. With Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, like. Well, we're not playing Yedlin. I sure hope not, but something makes me a little frightened <laughs> he, about that. He, he brought five guys in that. that could play right back. Six. Yeah, I think you're going to see Parkhurst at right back. Six, I'm okay with if that. If you count Cameron, yeah, that's six guys potentially for right back. Yedlin is not beating out four of those guys. I don't think so. I'm more scared of Omar playing center back yeah. than Yedlin. I'm kind of hoping he doesn't. I'm hoping Cameron and Beasler. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, for. that was a good line. I'm a good set for us. So. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, we can yeah, talk yeah. about we'll this. We'll talk soon. about that later. <laughs> let's just say I don't want to see Yedlin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, so. Oh, but but to relate that to MLS play a little bit, it was kind of fun seeing him get burned over and over again. Yeah, and then Seattle fans saying, well, that wasn't really Yedlin's fault. That was more this and that. Except that it's happened like the past three weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah. Yedlin has been torched. His posi- not like his consistently and not like he's cost Sounders games, but he he's certainly been hasn't helped. Yeah, when he, he goes up against players that can match his speed, it's a problem because they can prove him... Like, they can show him for what he is in terms of bad positioning. Because yeah. against slower players, he gets out of position, but he makes up for it by being fast. Yeah. But in international matches, that doesn't fly because the guy you're up against is just as fast as you, if not faster. Yeah. yeah it, like, yeah. let's see let's see Yedlin be in our half of the field and Portugal counterattack with Ronaldo on the left wing. That's yeah. something I want to see so I can crap my pants watching a game. But wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it actually wouldn't. Okay, <laughs> Trevor, one question for you about this Houston game. Yeah. What did question you, for what me. Would you for you. For okay. you. All right. What did you think of Mansali? It's a genuine question. I thought it was okay. Okay, that's the highest praise <laughs> I've heard. No, honestly, honestly, I didn't, I didn't really. Well, you said you missed, you missed part of the I'll second half, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, I didn't say this yet on the podcast, but I missed like the first 30 minutes. Uh, it wasn't my goal to point that out this time. Yes. I was being a dad. Sorry. But, yeah, your boy yeah. Mansali was not happy. He missed your presence in those 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I honestly, when I came back, by the time I'd come back, I think like all the substitutions had been made. And they were, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was. Back to business as usual. Yeah, I, I think I came back like two minutes before Mulholland made that run and got that goal. He looked like 2013 Mansali. Yeah, and so, yeah, I, I I believe that. Which I don't is think he's happen. a winner every single I mean, game, but like, so. no, yeah. well, when you're sometimes sub, like it's gonna happen. And it, we didn't want to make and that it wasn't sub. a plain oh, yeah, yeah. sub. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I remember, that was the winger got knocked in the chin. Yeah. Or in the face with a knee or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I honestly I couldn't figure out where the contact was. He kicked him under the jaw. Yeah, that sounds like Yeah, as the guy went down. Like full speed kicked him under the came jaw. Came right in the face. You know, I haven't heard anything about how he's doing, have you guys? I haven't heard uh, good it was or bad. Reported that he's probably definitely gonna be fine. The the doctors cleared him to train, uh no concussions. I know Balchin's back like in full training too. Awesome. So Balchin quote picked up a knock. 
Uh, he, but he is back in training. He trained, or, no, 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 he, trained today. He, he didn't pick up a knock. Allen, Jordan Allen picked up a knock. He aggravated his injury while on loan. Jordan Allen can't catch a break. But he should yeah. be just fine uh, for this weekend is what the prognosis is today. Yeah. For Balsham. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for him to pick up a knock, when he goes to get you know a match under his belt... <laughs> yes. I think he played, though, didn't he? No. Oh, did he not play at all? No, but you know who did play this weekend? Kwame Watson Sirbo for... Uh, Orange County Blues. See, I heard that. Yeah. Was that a that, weekend loan too? Or is he he played 17 minutes for them. But I whew, I never actually like saw official confirmation outside I, of like one or two tweets. I, I looked for it. I found it. Okay. I yeah. believe you. Is he there for Thank a while you. or was that just a weekend? No, I'm sure it was just like a match fitness thing. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure when he'll be back. I haven't heard anything. The, the team hasn't announced anything about that, have they? No. They, were like, they confirmed it. They confirmed it, but yeah. they didn't, weren't like, oh, by the way, Kwame's going to be gone for a little bit. Yeah. Orange County Blues. That's an awesome name. World Beaters. <laughs> Have you seen their crest? Came yes. out with a new crest this year. It is so bad. It's really bad. Really bad. Get, it's get, like get, clip art from I'll early 90s windows. Like, it's so Those bad. Those were the days, weren't they? <laughs> well, anything else to say about Houston? Uh, glad we're done. Javi was good. Javi was great. You know who else was pretty good? Ned, Ned. boy. That's what I was going to say. Can't beat me to it. That's the, uh, You know how FIFA... Is this about Grappaboy? No. Well, no, let's move on. FIFA... Not FIFA. Like EA Sports FIFA, the video yeah. game. The video game FIFA. Releases like their, their team of the week yeah. from like world soccer. Yeah. Javi was on it. Really? Yeah, he was yeah. on... He even made the top 10 of SportsCenter. Which yeah. anytime MLS makes SportsCenter, that's, that's like a miracle. Something to shout about. So Javi was a Holy world crap, player that crest is bad. to FIFA, the video game. Yeah, Which yeah. They is the still second only... time that an RSL player has made that, by the way. Who else made it? Ronaldo RSL trivia. Did, like sometime last year. Well, it's cool because I'm sure Javi's rating on that game is still like a 59 or something. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I think Javi was the going into like the release. I think Javi was like the second or third highest rated player in MLS. Nice. Well, I think like it was like 70? Robbie Keane and like Thierry Henry and then like Javi or something like that. That's it. Now they must have changed it. Really? Yeah, that's even in on Wikipedia. Maybe it was the old one. Sorry, the old Jason was, just the pulled old up a was, picture of the was a blue shield crest. with a black palm tree. And that yeah, was that's it. the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. it was awful. Okay. Clip art. Well, should we move on to... Uh, should we take a break and move on? Let's take a break and then let's move on. You can blow your nose. Let's and... talk about the Colorado Rapids. Those sons of bitches. Well, that was... That was rude. Totally called for, though. That's all right. Totally called for. Hashtag we all hate Colorado. Yeah. Hashtag Gil Swag. Hashtag John Denver's full of shit. Gil Swag. Let's <laughs> let's do that hashtag all week. All John right. Denver's full. Wait, all Gil right. Swag or? No, the hashtag John Denver's all full of shit. All of the above. All right, we'll, all be, of we'll be back. Hey, guys. Are we back? We're back. Sorry. You can keep playing on your phones for I a second. I am still on Twitter. Oh, man, I got the hiccups. This is bad timing. <laughs> should, should we stop for a second? No, Here's another good. tweet. A red Cardo Salazar strikes again. Is that Pablo Maurer? Yeah. That's awesome. I love that guy. He's be- oh, my God, damn it. This okay. is amazing. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how many hiccups you can Power get Power through it. Yeah. We can so, take turns trying to startle you. Next, we're going to talk about the Colorado Rapids. Who are they? The team from the other side of the hill. Oh, yeah. The hill. The hill, yeah. The hill. It's like calling uh, the Atlantic Ocean uh, the pond, right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of, yeah. Well, like the I'll English, we need to be more kings of understatement than we are. <laughs> We're not kings of understatement as is. Correct. No. 
All right, so what do we know about Colorado? Uh, they're shit and kind well, of fast. See, here's the thing: like they're they're young, and well, young and in turmoil. Like they just have like bad. a big trade they're go just, through, they're just right? Bad. Even their wins early in the season were PKs. They're they're bad. Yeah. Who no. did they play last weekend? Do they oh yeah, that's right. Chivas and they got stubbed. Okay, do they have Marvin Chavez now? Who has Marvin Chavez now? No, that was Chivas. like a three-way. Chivas Marvin Chavez that. scored against Colorado that's for Chivas twice. And okay, because I can never remember where he's good for him now Marvin because Chavez. he was just involved in that big trade, right? Yeah, he got traded to Chivas in that big trade. Okay. Was it? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Don't even look it up. It was you're a right. three-way trade. I love that during that trade, it was. Uh, um, who was the player that went? Somebody went from Chivas to Colorado to like Toronto. Toronto. Right? Yeah. I'm oh, it was, it was Luke Moore. Oh, yeah. right, right. Luke Moore. And Toronto announced it as former Colorado Rapid. Luke Moore. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love MLS sometimes. I love it. It's just wacky. I uh, wonder if Luke Moore's Wikipedia page will say Colorado Rapids and then Toronto. <laughs> uh, Agbusumande? Agbusumande? Agbasumande. Agbasumande. Because he should. Football manager Wonder Kid. Just way. put boss on the back of his shirt. That'd be cool. That'd be the best. He's in Colorado now, right? He, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he ended up in Colorado from Toronto. Yeah. Chavez went from Colorado I don't get to why Toronto. Toronto, Toronto sent Luke Moore, or Chivas, sorry. Chavez went to Chivas. Chivas sent uh, Luke Moore to Toronto. Via Colorado. Okay. Yeah, via Colorado. How tricky. I love this league. Oh, uh, you're so wacky in LS. I know. Well, like he's a good player, right? Who? Wh- which one? Agbasamande. Like theoretically, theoretically, he's, he's a great center back. He has lots but the of problem potential. Problem is, like he's been in. T- he was at Toronto, I think, uh, at least half of. Yeah, uh, you can't judge anyone based on Toronto. I know. I get that, but he didn't play in Toronto. And if somebody's not playing in Toronto, that could be Ryan Nelson. John Plata didn't play in Toronto. No, he did. He played plenty. Yeah, he played. He just decided he wanted to go back to Ecuador several yeah. times. Oh, really? I thought yeah. I didn't think he played regularly for them. No, he was he the was, starter. He was pretty regular, yeah. Well, excuse me. Are we talking? <laughs> are we talking about the regularity oh. of Joe Plata? Let's not. I'm not sure that's a that's, good topic for the podcast. You cross, you cross the line. That, I don't think talking about someone's fecal movements is crossing. Oh the my line. god! You just use the word fecal on the podcast. You're going to talk to me about. Crossing the line. Let's I move on. Let's move on. Let's talk, I know when you talk about Colorado, you can't help but talk about fecal movements, but I, let's continue. They're called the Crapids for a reason. Yes. That was beautiful, Jason. Yeah. We, we planned Kudos. this. Kudos. You didn't right. plan anything. We scripted this. <laughs> You're a liar. That's a lie. Well, like Boston Monday ended that. up in Colorado. Yeah. Oh. They also just signed a new... Um, he's got such they a They signed Johan Niskin's son. And his name is John. Yeah. Okay. Not Johan. Johan Nieskins. What? Johan Nieskins. The guy that used to play for Barcelona, dude. No, I no idea who that guy is. Oh, he's Sorry. kind of a big big deal. But that, that's what I've that's what I've heard, but he played no with that uh the Dutch guy, I can't think of Cruyff. Cruyff, how do oh, you say yeah, okay. it? Yeah. Oh, you're looking at that. Yeah. They signed his son or grandson. I can't remember which son. one. It's his son, I believe. Yeah. He played he, for the Cosmos, too, back in the day. Born in Oklahoma. Wow. This, this kid. Good for him. He's got U.S., Dutch, and... Excuse me, what was the other U.S. one? U.S., Dutch, and Cherokee like Spanish, and nationality. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he's a... He's, like, a... He's eligible for, like, the U.S. 
uh, Holland, and I think it's Spain, like yeah. national teams. That's pretty cool. But maybe he's good. Yeah, he's 20. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think his mom's Spanish. Yeah. Because these cool. kids probably met her and played in Barcelona. A metropolitan. <laughs> How very metropolitan. Is that like the most un-Colorado Rapids player you could possibly think of? Yeah, I mean, suiting him up like under Pablo Mastroeni. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, how weird. <laughs> MLS is awesome. Like, we have the former, like, traffic-owned player in Abgarsamande. Yeah. yeah. And we've got this, like, famous guy's son. And they're all being coached by, like, the dirtiest player in MLS history. <laughs> Pablo Mastroni's a douche. Yeah. I know we like to throw that word around here, but... That's true, we do. He, he epitomizes If it. we had, like, a... Off the crossbar, douche Hall of Fame. douche meter Yeah, there'd be a huge statue of Mastroni <laughs> right when he walked in. That, oh. he'd, yeah, he'd be in the entrance. I, I always like to point out that douching is actually unsafe, and I wouldn't recommend it. Except for Mastroni, because maybe he would die from it, so that would be okay. Yeah, I'm not okay yeah. with people dying for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> that's not for the sake of the podcast, that's for the good On of On the record, we're going to say we don't wish Pablo Mastroni any harm. But if something, Physical, were, but if something were to happen to Physical him, bodily we harm. wouldn't necessarily be that upset about it. We, I hope we not cry. I hope we dish out some mental harm to him this weekend. <laughs> hope so. Make him cry a little. Yeah, I don't know. Not I, that there's just, anything wrong with crying. That's a perfectly manly thing to do. Like hiccuping. Yeah. No, hiccuping is not. Well, if anyone yeah, knows I, not being manly, it's you, Matt. That's so. true. I am not manly. <laughs> that's a, a verified fact. If you look it up on Wikipedia, it's it doesn't say it unverified. There, it would not be edited out. It has a reference. If you're would be a, there wouldn't be a question. Who said this? Yeah. If your unmanliness had a Twitter account, it would have a blue check. That's a that good, was a solid that's one. Pretty good. <laughs> All right. So Colorado, what, what do we know about Colorado? They got they got some players. They got Jose Mari, who I really like from what I've seen. He had a really good first two weeks. He did oh, have that's a really good first something. two weeks. Um. Didn't, didn't he, like, get injured shortly? I don't, he's back? I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. He played last week. Hopefully. Didn't have really good. And then they also picked up Vicente Sanchez, who... They had him last year. Did they have him last yeah, year? Yeah, part of last year. Towards the end of last year. Okay. He's really good. He's better than that Gabby Torres guy that they signed that they were all big They on. also got Gabby Torres. Who's who, been doo-doo. Yeah, he's not been very good. Yeah. Darn. But, yeah, so they have guys that... Leave it up to Colorado to sign a DP who doesn't do anything. <laughs> and that's the MLS win. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than Rafa Marquez than yet. I'd rather have a player who does nothing than a player who ruins your team. I would love if Rafa Marquez played for Colorado. That'd be the greatest thing ever. Well, Mastroni was pretty much Rafa Marquez. He was actually like contributing on the field. That's true. (laughs) You just made a vulgar hand motion there. Yeah, I I realize no one coming out. Right, so, so what do we think our lineup will look point, like? The point I was making was they have players that... They have change. good players. They just don't have any tactical shape or really clue what they're doing. Are we really surprised about that when Pablo Mastroeni is their coach? And they, Sean Brown. He's the other guy. Keep oh, yeah. for him. Super fast, young guy. Oh, they have plenty of other players. They have Chris Clute. I mean, their team is... They have I know a, everybody's Dylan really Powers. High. I know everybody's really high on Chris Clute. They were I, last season. Are they this season? I Not so far. But he hasn't I been awful. I just don't think Colorado have been good. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's certainly true. I, yeah. But their record's not awful. No, it's not. It's, it's just, right now they're in the playoffs. But they got two position. games, like, gifted to them with yeah. PKs. 
That's true, but right now they are in a playoff position. They're Not 1.5 for long. points per game. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Um, who's the other really good young player they have? Better than Portland right now. Yeah? That's not saying much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Onward, draw, city. <laughs> yeah, my, my indoor team's doing better than uh, Portland. <laughs> and that's an accomplishment. I've seen your indoor team. Yeah. What fun to play. They're so fun. Yeah. Played with them a couple weeks ago. I bet for Portland are fun to play, too. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah, well, I, I imagine you'd have Will Johnson yelling at you the whole time. Like, yeah. In your face. I'm going to find out who this other Colorado player I can't remember is. Oh, Some... Clint Irwin's good. Clint Irwin's real good. Yeah. yeah, they've got a lot of good players. Colorado should thank us for discovering Clint Irwin, because if Kwame Watson Sirabo hadn't snapped Matt Piggins' arm in two, they never would have known. Yeah, I realized that. Clint, that was the first time we ever saw Clint Irwin was the game against us, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you're welcome, Colorado. Sorry. Finally doing sorry you Piggins, a favor. But... Yeah. I feel kind of was... bad that Piggins Oh, took a really... Bad looking injury, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> the best is like when it happened, the south end was giving him such a hard time because yeah. it happened right in front of the oh, south yeah, end yeah. at Rio Tinto. <sighs> and some of the chants that I was admittedly a part of were for shame, inhumane. And then it bad. turns out we find out after the match that he's got a broken arm. <laughs> no, no shame was felt by anyone that day, not particularly. I felt a little bad. Yeah, I, I, and when he was down for like three minutes, I was like, okay, guys. Maybe cool it just a little bit. He's and probably we like, seriously hurt. Then we were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. So, uh, yeah. So they, that's it. I mean, that, that's Colorado. They're kind yeah. of bad, but they have a lot of really good players. Jason, you were asking us a question. Oh, I was. Um, you were? Oh, yeah. Who do you think our lineup, what do you think our lineup will look like without Kyle Beckerman and Nick Armando? Alvaro, good. Awful lot of the same. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean we've got judges. three pieces missing. Yeah, and we pretty much know who the who's probably going to slot in. Yeah, I think the only real question mark is who slots in for Sabo. That's a little kind bit of a of. question, but kind of a I think question. it's Sandoval. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the question is Sandoval with Plata, or do you put? Oh, they have with Plata. No, 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 Sandoval. Drew Moore. That's yeah. the guy we didn't. Drew Moore. He's good. World beater but, Drew Moore. But Mastroni moved him to fullback. Yeah. No, he's played center back. He's been playing fullback because everyone's been talking about how weird it is that Mastroni moved him to fullback. Okay. Because he was right, really I good as a... Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty good as a center... Well, he used to be their center midfield. Uh, I mean, it's nice Drew to have Moore, flexible yeah. players like that. He's, but he hasn't been... It's, you, flexible implies that he's been good as a fullback. No, no, it doesn't mean you have to be good. You just yeah. have to be capable of being there and not... Well, not looking like the worst thing ever. Yeah. Well, they still have Marvell win. I'm looking at really? the team right now. Shane O'Neill. They have some really good young players. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot Their of players I'd love to take from them. Danny Yeah, Danny Mwanga. No way. And, and I think that's the problem. Is their Most of their team is like 23 or under. Yeah. Marvell Wayne is definitely not. Drew Moore is definitely not. But I mean, you got Shane O'Neill, Chris Clute on that back line with them. Clint Irwin's not old. No, they should not, have done everything. Dylan they... Serna. Is it Dylan yeah. Serna and Dylan Powers? Yeah, they still have Dylan Serna. Yeah, Dylan Cerna, Dave Dylan Powers, Powers they have a really good Brown, team. Danny Wonga, Vicente Sanchez is not that old. He's Gabby like thirty. Torres he's like thirty-five. Oh, is he really? Sanchez yeah, is Torres old. isn't that old. Maybe I got that backwards. Nick Labroca. Nick Labroca's good. Yeah, he's not I, bad. I, a lot of teams would take him. Politely disagree. I've never been impressed. Well, with that's the thing. They're, they're well, you like Kenny like... Mansali, so your opinion. <laughs> they're a young team, but yeah, and, and I think that's really just their problem. 
that in two years, if they keep most of those players, I think they'll be. You cannot expect them to do anything. It's not the MLS way. Yeah, it's not. I get that. I expected two years. They might have a good team, but it'll be because they've dealt away these like good-looking young players. Not to make comments about good-looking, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're (laughs) green. They're they're no Ned Grabovoy. Oh gosh, no. You smash them all together, you still don't have anyone close to that crap. Yeah. So. And, and grab a voice a beautiful man, Trevor. Don't stare <laughs> at me like that. That's got weird. But no, they're good. I just don't... I don't... I, I think Mastroni got hired because that was their their option. Yeah. Like, they didn't <laughs> pursue anybody. They didn't try to keep Cabrera, which was really dumb. You can tell by what he's done with Chivas. Yeah. I mean, Chivas are still aren't lighting the world on fire, but no, they're not but they're Chivas. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. But Chivas of old. They won't be cheapest. They should have gone either. after Robin Fraser harder. I would have hated it if Fraser signed with them, but yeah. I'm glad he didn't. But yeah. Astroni's just ugh. Yeah, I mean he He doesn't even know how to make a lineup. Like you look at his lineups and you're like, Oh well that made sense, sort of. But more power to you. Keep doing it, Pablo. Especially this weekend. Yeah. Put Clint Irwin at forward. Are we feeling good then? <laughs> I'm mm. comfortable. I, it could I, be a trap game. Yeah, I feel okay. We say every game could be a trap game. See, this Houston thing, was I, a total I trap game. Don't feel like this is a trap game. I at think all. every game in MLS is potentially a trap game. You could say that, but this one I feel totally comfortable. We're coming back home. The only concerns that I really have is that we are missing three starters. Yeah, They're not. What's yeah. the which player do you think we miss the most? I'm interested to hear what you think of this of the three. Depends on the midfield, like how the midfield plays. I'm, I'm going to say Beckerman only because Grossman, like simply based on experience. I mean, we've seen Atanella plenty of times over the past two See, years. See, that's what I was hoping you'd say. A lot of people would say Romano, but I think Atanella is proven. Yeah, like, yeah he's at, proven Atanella his quality. Is, he's not Romano, for sure. He's I, he's definitely above Clint Irwin for me. Yeah, for me, I'd say that. Yeah. I mean, I would put. Would you really against, say that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I, he would start on half of MLS teams. Yeah. Cake, you know what I mean. So I'm, he might I'm, even start on like three fourths of MLS teams. Yeah, I'm kind of scared we're not going to protect Atanella in the expansion draft. I don't want to think about that. It's just a, um, I just thought that the other day I was like, oh man, uh, I, I don't think we can. Honestly, think about it. No, I don't think protect- we can protect Atanella. There are a number of players we can. We're going to have that that conversation. Let's have that conversation next week or in two weeks. Yeah. Or, yeah, or never. Yeah. Or never. Let's have it after the fact and cry. <laughs> That's right. When you hear the podcast of us sobbing, yeah. it better it's not... It's just an hour of crying. It better not be because Ned's gone. Because if it is... That won't, we're that's protecting not Ned. That's don't, not happening. Don't you worry your pretty little I head I think his contract ends at the end of the year. We'll sign him. I hope so. I don't know why we wouldn't. Especially with the CBA hypothetically, with the salary cap going up. Yeah. And he's happy to play here. I, we could probably offer him what he's making now, and he'd be cool with it. Yeah. We, we should just throw the boat at him. 500000 There you go. We need a third DP. Everyone keeps saying we need a third DP. <laughs> why not Ned Grabovoy? That's a good question. The question we should always have is, why not Ned Grabovoy? To go yeah. back to the question. Was it about Ned? No. Oh. Remember it was about... We're, we're getting off track again. I'm, I'm trying to put us back on, on track. This How is would a, you do this something like that? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> so, anyway, so we mentioned Atanella. It's a drop-off for sure. He's not Romando, but whatever. Like, yep. he's good. And then the drop-off from Sabo to Sandoval? Isn't huge. It's substantial. We, 
And we've, we've seen it. And he, Sandoval and Plata is a great partnership. Yeah. I'm excited to see Sandoval get, like, regular, consistent time. I, yeah, I, I really am, too. Because those will. guys that can score without that, that's yeah. kind of a special thing to be a forward <laughs> and be able to just grab a goal whenever you come on. Because that's, yeah. I mean, he really hasn't had a game where he came on and was just invisible. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, he, he's always involved when he comes on. That, the um, question now will be is, like, fitness and stamina. But, I'm actually not worried know, about that. I don't know if he's a 90-minute guy. I think he is. Yeah. Uh, he was last season when he came on. Like, he struggled a little bit at the beginning of the season when he did 90 minutes. But after that, like, didn't, we're forgetting didn't something he really he play both important. the overtime games in the Open Cup? Yeah. Did he uh, play yeah. The, the whole game? Yeah, once where he uh, ended up going to the midfield because we had no other players left. That's who right, could I play remember that. Midfield. Yeah, yeah, It was a strange we, uh, game. We're forgetting something really important. Robbie Finley's coming back soon. Soon. Uh, not yeah. this weekend. Not this weekend. He's going. He's slated game. to play at least forty-five minutes for the reserves. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that Sunday reserves game, eleven a.m. I got to look. here. Yeah, <sighs> come up to America's first field. Drink a couple. I'm for saying yeah, for me because I've got play on Sunday. Drink some beers, set off some flares. Reserve league games are that. definitely fun. I love right. it. Oh, I, there's nothing like a reserve. I've never game. been to one. You have work. Yeah. Maybe I should cancel. Yeah, just get sick. Just cancel work. My boss listens to this. Just kidding. Um, just, just cancel your job. You know, I'm, I'm going to get you sick. Well, it's a, I volunteered for an extra. Anyways. Anyways. Trevor, Trevor, uh, Robbie Finley's coming back. Blow your nose on Jason. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. I'll hiccup on you. Oh, boy. Please, no. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so does that answer the question? Yeah, so, so do you think? Grossman is, is yeah, the I think Grossman. And kind of question some mark, people but, seem to think Ned might start for Kyle. I don't think I don't it happens. Think so. I think no, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, Grossman's earned it. It's it's been reported and not really denied that Grossman is definitely going to get at least for the first game. Grossman has that spot. I think it's if Grossman plays really well, maybe we trade Kyle. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally a joke. We can get a lot of allocation money for that. Think about but, that. But so. That's true. Like a oh, cool hundred thousand. I really want to ask this question, but it's going to cool open a can of worms. Ask this question. So, uh, the expansion drafts at the end of this year. Yes. Yeah. Okay, this question's kind of relevant. Then. I was going to say, if it was the end of next year, and let's say Grossman just played amazing, yeah. for two seasons, do you protect thirty-four-year-old Kyle Beckerman in the expansion yes. draft? Yeah. You think so? You yeah. you protect your captain. Oh yeah, that's true. there's no question. I'm just I'm just you, well, so I'm, we're not doing either. You either. Trade well, you him away before and get value for him, or you protect him. Well, since DPs, since DPs can't that. go into that expansion, you draft, have to automatically you have protect, to protect them. them. Oh, they They're count and they count against the spots. They're one of your automatic protections. Oh my yeah. god, this thing's gonna suck. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that, that's that's what I mean. If I'm you're not going to back. protect him, you have to trade him and get the value for him. Because oh, you can't man. just let now Kyle you brought, Now you mentioned Ned might leave, and I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking. Ah, anyways, let's not dwell Ned on will that. comfort us this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Trevor? Ned's going to have a brace this weekend. Ned trick. We're gonna, Ned they're trick. no longer hat tricks. Javier Morales had a Ned trick this weekend. <laughs> I like it. I, I like it, too. Rolls right off the tongue. Alright. Yes, Trevor? Nope. <laughs> I wonder no. what Ned's you, last you hat guys, trick like, was. It's funny. Like, I just... I, Every time you guys start talking about Ned, I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to set this out. And you guys just go off on Ned, and it's funny because 
at least you and occasionally Jason will just look at me while you guys are making these comments. Yeah, like, like say something. Hoping I'm going to join say in, something. and I just never do. You're too busy over there You're talking making about a how sad. good man Sally is. You're making us sad, Trevor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like Matt Sally, too. No, I do, too. I'm not trying to make you sad. But... Well, that's a relief. Anyways. That's never my goal. What's the uh, prediction? Let's predict. We are all over the place on this yeah, show. Yeah, let's this predict. Show let's ADD, hardcore. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, DD? 2-0. Good guys. 2-0 to the good guys. That means you're losing, Colorado. In case Clearly. anyone out there is listening from Colorado. Mm. And if you are, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Sorry. I hope you love Ned Grappleboy too. Yeah, and if Jason. not, mm, my prediction: twelve nil. No, I'm wow. Just uh, a realistic prediction? No. Who needs who realistic? needs those? Six two. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's not unheard of. How about how about four nil? I like it for the rat. I'm just kidding. For oh. Our <laughs> oh, I think. I'm with Trevor. Like, cause I was kind of, oh, this is a trap game. I, there's no reason that we shouldn't just wipe the floor with Colorado. Uh, are, do we it, think they could score a goal? That it's an MLS game and who and can they're very MLS unpredictable. games. Um, they might, they might that, score like, a goal, but we should win by three or four. On okay. paper, oh, like, and that's no... And that's taking into account the no Sabo. If we had Beckerman and Sabo, I would I would predict six 0 and be comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, part of that is me really hating Colorado and their supporters. Yeah, that's fair. But and I can't really get past that. Yeah. At least I'm upfront about it. So that's yeah, true. I say four 0 And uh, I say Ned Grabovoy scores two goals. Uh, Devin Sandoval scores a goal, and Chris Schuler scores off of a corner. Hey, I like that. Schuler's Schuler's due. Yeah, uh, how Chris Schuler didn't play against Houston? Mond yeah, was we didn't really talk- good. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think about that. Aaron Mond was effective. Good. Quality. Yeah, no, he was good. But Man. I think we should have Schuler back this weekend. I'm really happy about that. Okay, so. all right. Poor Salcedo. Yeah. Can't win. Uh, he's 19. Yeah. Yeah, but he was really not bad for us last year. No, he, and, and, and that's... And he didn't do anything a, wrong. It's just a case of three guys being better than him. Yeah, it's right just a now. testament to our depth, I think. But I don't know if Mon's necessarily better. I don't know. See, I, I like Salcedo he's a better, better form. just because he's more versatile. He's a better form. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's a better form. But I like that Salcedo is really comfortable with the ball at his feet, can bring the ball forward into the midfield. Like, he can just play himself in the midfield. Salcedo might have more of a future as a midfielder than a it's center back. On this team, yeah. I mean, if Cole Grossman doesn't work that? out. Why not put Salcedo in instead of Grossman? Well, we've talked about that. That's but... actually one of our listener questions, so shut up before you oh, ruin sorry. it. Oh, sorry. Trevor, you're ruining Jump it. From the gun. This hey, is to like be fair, you... the, the Grossman is also another This is like when you didn't talk about Ned Grabavoy. It was just like that. You're Only it. worse because that was Ned. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just like to let you guys go. You got to get Ned on the show. It's got to happen. It'll be a little embarrassing. Nedinho. Very embarrassing. I, I would love it. For you guys. We'll bake for him. 3 0, that's my prediction. Final answer. All right, done. You don't have any, like, zany Pablo Mastroni red cards? No. Pablo but... Mastroni gets a red card for being an asshole? No, I, I actually would not be shocked if we got a red card. Just, just clarify. But we're going to win 3 0. Small point. Coaches can't get red cards. Oh, okay. Well, he's still an asshole. I agree. Regardless. Well, if he gets sent off, does he take his shirt off oh. and shove it down his pants? I can't wait to. Hope so. <laughs> I cannot wait to boo the shit out of Pablo Mastroni this weekend. <laughs> That'll be fun. I, I'm actually if kind you of excited now. aren't going to the game this weekend, you need to go. 
because yeah. Colorado games are fun. Good this luck is the first. <laughs> this sure. is the first game we've played them since they won the Rocky Mountain Cup. Which oh, was a bunch that. of bullshit. Oh. But you know, we it just it needed to get out of the city. It had been here for a while. Yeah, it just wanted to change the scenery. Let's bring it back. Yeah. By the way, if anyone ever offers you a drink out of that thing, don't do it. Yeah, I've heard stories. Yeah. Unless you like pubes with your beer. Ooh. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> do you have something mm-hmm. to tell me? Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. Not Should that I'm we, saying uh, anything's happened to that trophy, but let, let's take a break. Let's talk about the U.S. Men's National Team and For a bit. and listener questions. Yeah, the Von Traps. The what? That's what Men and Blazers calls the national team, the Von Traps. That's pretty cool. It is actually pretty cool. I wish we were as good as them. We're close. We're getting yeah. there. Patrick Stewart. Do you think we can get him on? Probably not. No. We can get someone well, who does a really good impersonation. That's true. Trevor. Our people call his good? people. Okay. Are you our people? I can be our people. All right. Trevor, so, uh, Trevor would call him and be like, I thought uh, I thought the original Star Trek was way better than TNG. I don't want to talk to you. That's what, <laughs> oh, that's what he would do. Oh, heresy. <laughs> I'm going to call him and be like... I thought Deep Space Nine was the best Star Trek. <laughs> oh, heresy again. Let, let's take a break. On that note... story yeah oh speaking oh. of dinosaurs no no yeah. <laughs> dinosaurs nope. are cool speaking of dinosaurs uh let's talk about the u.s men's national team all right yeah. those things are irrelevant that's true so uh 30-man roster was announced this week do, 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 well, do, do, did do, you guys do, feel do, like any, anyone missed any out surprises from that 30-man roster a lot of people um julian green was a little surprise to some people Probably shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been a surprise or shouldn't have been on the list? Shouldn't have been a surprise. Yeah. Uh, well, you can hold that he maybe shouldn't have been on the list. And that's whatever. I thought, but... I thought people overreacted to EJ not being on there because I had no belief whatsoever that EJ was going to be on there. Yeah, I mean, Eddie Johnson, like, clearly a good player for the U.S. sometimes, but not in good form. And he doesn't, not for he doesn't bring anything that nobody else brings. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, a really. solid gold cup player. Like, that's for Trevor's sure. over here about to talk... I can just tell by the look on his face. <laughs> he's the words are like filling his mouth. Oh man! I talked a lot on Twitter. I thought Eddie Johnson definitely should have been on the team, but no why? way. No, he definitely should have. Are you kidding me? He scored like he scored goals a whole bunch of goals in qualifying. Yeah, which ended six months ago. Yeah, yeah that's fine. But like, I don't know. I feel like players play through the qualifiers. And that's part of them earning their spot on the World Cup roster. Tell right? that to Samir Nasri. Yeah, I mean, so, I, no, no, that's that's he played for France in the qualifiers. He's not even on their thirty-man squad. Now that's on, honestly surprising. But if you what's know the difference though? The coach hates Nasri, and oh well, yeah, then that doesn't. That's but it did. Really but the point is, I'm not. It, it didn't stop him from playing in qualifiers. Yeah, I mean. I think there is an element to that, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you earn your way there if you're not, like, one of the top players. But who does he replace? That's the question I have. Who does Johnson replace? Yeah. Well, see, here, and here's where I disagree with what Klinsman said, and I talked about this before. He said he considers um, Donovan and Dempsey as forwards. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Fair enough, but... 
Oh, that's fair. Okay, yeah. No, that's fair. And that's... I would kind of disagree. I would think that they're... Really? You disagree? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I would think that they're more... Uh, midfielders and forwards are midfielders that can play. They're attacking forward. midfielders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, but well, in he, our he system, put them on the list as forwards, so that takes up two forward spots. But really, I mean, the way we kind of play is like a is like a weird four three three. Yeah, the I mean, attacking yeah, not, midfielder right. is a deep forward. It's, and, and uh, I, I've got no problem with Donovan and Dempsey being on the roster. Of course, they're going to be there. Yeah, right. Um, I just would have liked to see them put in with the midfielders. To create that competition, so you have more but potential push forwards out. to create competition for forwards. Yeah, and but is it genuine up... competition? I mean, if if those two players are definitely going, and they're in the more attacking end, like then it creates more competition in the midfield. You get a better yeah. midfield if you're if your midfield. But the com- I think the competition's kind of done in the midfield too. I don't think there's I don't think anyone's going to the midfield and you're gonna be like, oh wow, I can't believe that guy's going. It's I mean, Beckerman's going, I, I Bradley's going, Jones is going. There's three. That maybe. Yeah, but there's like 11 guys in the midfield. Yeah. On that, that that's a third of the roster. And of what, five of them will go. Six of them. Yeah. Probably six, I think. Yeah, six. Well, I mean, considering like you have these players listed as forwards, I I suspect that five or six of the the people listed as midfielders will go for those three. Yeah. More central, deeper spots. Those, yeah. those wider spots, like, they're kind of hybrid forward midfielders. It's kind of what it is. I, I thought, and it might just be, and I tweeted about it because people don't follow the league he plays in as much, but people were really surprised that Bedoya was on there. Yeah, they should And be. Bedoya was awesome this year for Yeah, they, they should be. I mean, Bedoya's been killing it. Yeah, and he should go to the World Cup. Yeah. Because the, he, unlike Eddie Johnson, in my opinion, I know you disagree, Bedoya brings something that nobody else on the team brings. Because he can play as a wide midfielder effectively. We don't have a lot. I mean, Landon can, yeah, and Dempsey not... can to a point, but Dempsey's much better centrally. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Doya can play as a winger, like an outright and winger. That's what these people listed as forwards have, is they're, they're not going to play as a wide midfielder where they bring a lot of defensive element at all. Yeah. But Doya can play two ways. Yeah. Here's the other way you look at it. And I talked to you about this before. Um, but Jesse Marsh kind of, he made a really good argument for keeping Wando off the list. Yeah. And it starts with, first off, the problem, one of the problems that I have is people say his league form isn't that good. He's not scoring goals for his team. Yeah. Fair enough. You yeah. can't Josie use the Josie. Josie scored one goal in like You can't games. use that comparison because Josie is so much more talented than Wando is. Fair enough. And I, I get that. But you can't say... It's based on league form and have Josie on. Well, there. you can't say it's based exclusively on league form, but yeah, I think th- th- that's what I mean. It always has to play a role. It it does, and I get that. I think it but, played a role in EJ not being there. Yeah, as bad do, as I people say Wando's been, I don't think it should because Josie Altador is in the team because when he plays you, for the U.S., you can't compare Altador and Eddie Johnson, and which is what you're trying to do to a point. Kind of not positionally, the not ta- tactically. The but talent outweighs the form. form. And what they bring, Josie brings yeah, something on the that scales of justice. Josie, <laughs> Josie brings something that nobody else brings to the team. Yeah, he's a I big get that. And up Eddie player. Johnson doesn't bring anything that nobody else brings to the team. He, he's like fighting you, for the same you spot. Can, you'll see Clint Dempsey. You'll see Landon Donovan. Then. Yeah, and you could say like you could say one of Eddie Johnson's traits, and I could give you somebody else on the team who's just as good at it. Yeah. You can't do that with Josie. No, and I, I get that, and that's, I'm not really arguing that. My point is... Jermaine Jones. 
No, it's just that, like, you go through the World Cup qualifiers, and Altidore played in a lot of them, Johnson played in a lot of them, and that's where he, I feel, earns his spot. Earns at least a shot on the 30-man roster. Maybe he doesn't go to Brazil, and that's fine. But I think he should definitely, he's earned his shot in, in that camp. I don't necessarily but then, disagree, but Chris Wondolowski, you might say, has to earned his shot To go back to Jesse well. Marsh, what he said, to talk about Wondolowski, is Johnson, like you guys said, is not competing with Josie Altador. He's definitely not competing with Donovan and Dempsey, and if he is, he's going to lose. Well, yeah, yeah he's not competing with Johansson. I mean, and then you got Boyd, is Johansson going. You think Boyd we'll and Johansson are kind of the up and coming strikers that have done really well in league and earned their spot based on their league form. Yeah. So then that leaves Wondolowski and Eddie Johnson. Yeah. And it kind of comes down to which one of those two do you take? Because you're only going to put six forwards on the main or on the thirty man. Probably only going to take four or five of those. To yeah. Brazil. Yeah. And out of Wondolowski and Eddie Johnson, to go back to what you were saying, Jason, Wondolowski brings something that nobody else does. Just the scoring a goal. Yeah, he scores out of goals. Out of He's nothing. a pure poacher. Yeah. Straight up. Which goals Eddie has an element. Eddie has an element of that to him. Yeah. But not, not outright. Yeah, but again, the thing that Eddie does really well, the thing, some of the things, is stuff that are covered by other other guys yeah. on the team. So, if it comes down to Johnson versus Wondolowski, and I can totally see that argument, yeah, I get it. Take yeah. Wondolowski over Johnson, but... Do you think I, Adam I plays still, into it? I, maybe. It maybe has not. to. Eddie Johnson is, like, infamous for having attitude problems, right? And then he yeah. made those comments about not really having to try as hard in Seattle and admitted that he didn't play as hard as he could in Seattle. And he said that the week before a World Cup roster comes out. There's no way that didn't come into account. Yeah, like it, it certainly didn't help. And at, at the he's same time, like, like a cancer in the locker room. I mean, yeah. he's a locker room, like, notorious well, for that. it. You say that, but that's only really been a problem. That was a problem in Seattle. But he's never been with a team for a month. When he was making peanuts, it was a problem. When he was a consistent goal scorer he had a for bad one attitude. of the best teams in the league. He had a bad attitude. Then but he had he a bad attitude got... in England, too. He, he was really well known for having a bad attitude when he was in England. That was one of the things that held him back the most when he was at Fulham. He was okay. impossible to work with. Okay. Yeah. I, I just think if you're going to bring a striker like that might make the roster, uh, you go with somebody that you know works well with other players in camp. Okay. And, and, you, and like you I take said, away it, that element. When you look at it like that and, and you dig into it, I see a lot of reasons for not bringing EJ. Yeah. I just feel like me, personally. Maybe you put Dempsey in with the midfielders, and you just add EJ as extra competition. And if you need to at the end of the day, cut two forwards and play Dempsey as a forward anyway. Yeah. But then... Play you, two, cut two forwards instead of one forward and another midfielder. If you push Maybe. out... If you add him to the midfield, and let's say that pushes mix out, like, well, okay, long term, who, how much does that... the that's going to get pushed out? I think Mix is on the bubble. I don't think Mix is guaranteed Mix to go. Mix is on the bubble. Chewing Green's on the bubble. You're I think pushing Corona someone out that Davis needs the... the exp- you're pushing someone out that... Oh, Davis isn't going. There's no way Davis is okay, going. Okay, so you just push but, Davis out and then put yeah. Dempsey in the midfield. Problem solved. That's fair. Is, is that an issue? Yeah, I could... But, but then you're assuming that EJ is going to the 23, which I don't think he would have. Well, Even yeah. if he made the 30, I don't think he would have made the 23. Yeah. Is that what rules him out? Is it that all of these players in the 30 could make the 23? But, I'm, they, Brad Davis, 
I, well, see, here, here's the thing. You say that, but I I wrote down the 30 guys in their position, and I... But Brad Davis, to... we were talking about bringing something that nobody else brings. Brad Davis yeah, yeah, brings exactly. that left foot. And yeah. you you break it down, and you say, okay, you got to cut seven guys. It's For really me, hard it came to down to the, the last guy, when I looked through and cut the guys from the defense, cut the guys from the midfield, cut my one forward, the hardest decision was between Davis and Corona. That's that, a hard that, decision. And that's where I got down to. Like, Everything else was not easy, but it was like, okay, Green's probably not going to go. I might be weird because I've watched more like the Mexican League this year and everything. Yeah. Joe Corona is a really good player. He is. I he, really like and, him. And people aren't that big on him because we haven't seen him play for us that much. You know, the, the Gold Cup. Like positional flexibility. Yeah. He midfield, brings that, but defense, he also, he also brings and technical he, skill in the midfield. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a technically gifted box-to-box midfielder. And we don't have that sort of guy. No, we don't. Like, I mean, Michael Bradley is that guy, kind of. Yeah. He's that guy, but differently. You know what I mean? He's Bradley with more flair, is what Joe yeah. Corona is. Not as and, talented yet, but he could one day be. Joe Corona's really good and, and really young. And sometimes you need that guy with flair that can keep the ball yeah. in between three different guys. You know what I mean? I think Joe Corona already is what people say Mix is. Because people are really big on Mix. And Mix has had some good games and some bad games. Yeah. But Joe, I, I think Joe Corona is a better player than Mix right now. See, and that's the thing. I think Mix definitely goes. Hmm. Yeah, he would, he would go over Davis probably. But Yeah. If that's what it comes down to. The other thing that hurts like Davis the- is his age. I'm big on the age thing. Because if we're going to the World Cup and we're not really huge, we're going to advance. I say... Send the guys that are going to be in the mix again four years from now. Yeah, and, that, and get that's, them that's where I think Corona makes it past Over games. Davis. But at the same time, you say, well, what if it's the 88th minute, you need a goal, and you have a set piece, and you need a good delivery? That's what Kyle Beckman's for, <laughs> It's Trevor. going to be Davis. You know what I mean? You yeah. need Davis in that moment. Maybe you don't need him, but... Oh, you put in Nick Romando and have him take the free kick. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Kennedy style. Yeah. No, but that's... I wish I had my, my paper in front of me. I wrote it all down. With all the players. I know I thought about doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I was hoping we could do like a roster cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so hard. Like, we'll never get it done. Yeah. yeah. You know who the squad's missing? Ned Gravelboy. Ned, Ned Gravelboy. You know what's funny? He is could you're play a you're laughing. You could play a goalkeeper. You're, you're really laughing, but. You know who you're going to sound like right now? What? I know what you're going to say, and what I, I know exactly say? who you sound like. What? Matt Doyle. I'm quoting Matt Doyle. I'm quoting Matt Doyle. Matt Doyle's an MLS analyst for anyone who doesn't know that. Good follow. A little weird. Ned Grabovoy could play for the U.S. national team. He's a naive, progressive, what was it the guy said? Reactionary. Yeah, we didn't say, sometimes we don't say nice things about Matt Doyle. Nothing personal (laughs) against you, Matt. But if you're listening, which you're probably not. But anyways, Ned Grabovoy could play for the national team. If he wasn't 30 years old... He would be in the national team. He was 22 years old at this level. Oh, you well, send him. Okay. Oh, it's just like. If you take anybody, if, would, if, if Brad Davis was 22 at this level. Yeah. Yeah, but we're just. I, I, I don't mean, like that argument. No, not, no, it's not a good argument. Who for I, taking I actually. <laughs> and I know, as much as we joke about Ned, I think Mix and Ned is a very good comparison. Yeah. It, it is. Mix plays a lot like a young Ned. And I'll. And not this, as this good might, looking, obviously. Not as handsome. It's close. Uh, it's, it's close. I'll argue with you on that one. Needs a beard. That's true. Can't beat the mix with a beard. Ooh. Yeah, he would have that a, Nordic a good thing. Beard. He'd have that well, yeah, he, he, not like a patchy beard, like a twenty-two yeah. year old. He, like yeah, that. not like a Paul Pierce beard. But yeah. he would have like a Nordic thing just nailed if he had the big Viking beard. Yeah, man. And, and here's what Discord brings that I think 
He, he brings the same kind of thing Gravenboy does. He can play pretty much anywhere in the midfield. And they're both really good with the ball at their feet. We Yeah, we saw with Disgrude in the Gold Cup. To this day, I don't know what position he was supposed to be playing because he was playing all of them in yeah. the midfield. He What's would either be paired with Beckerman and do that double pivot thing, or he would be like an attacking midfielder, or he'd play on the outside and be a box-to-box guy. Well, yeah. and one of the most like underrated moments in terms of like the talent that it required in qualifying was that cross that Mix put in in the like fourth Dosa Cero game or whatever it was. You know what yeah. I mean? That cross that Mix played where he controlled the ball in between like three Mexican players and put the ball in the center of the box was amazing. It was a ridiculously well played ball. I believe that that happened. I just don't remember it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. I remember seeing something like that. It was a really good ball. Did Eddie Johnson score it? Probably. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know what? He won't be doing that at the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, EJ. And that's the thing. Like, at least you got paid. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, like I said on Twitter, like I think Eddie Johnson should have got there, and I sound a lot more angry about it than I am. You know, like if he doesn't go, like I don't think. Was there any surprises? Surprises after Eddie Johnson in terms of getting left out. In terms of getting left out, I don't think so. Well, yeah. Fabian Johnson. Yeah, it's not like huge. Didn't people think Williams would be in there too? Yeah, probably not. Five. I mean, because he he got injured. He's just barely getting back from his Steve injury. Cherandolo. No, nah, he's retired. One, one last hurrah. Yeah, no, yeah. I was kidding. No, there was uh, was it Edgar Castillo also got left off. I thought he was in. I don't know. I don't. Have, we should really have. Yeah, this yeah, yeah we should have this in front of us, shouldn't we? I'll pull it up. <laughs> Thanks, As man. the resident guy with the computer in front of me. That's the only guy with the computer. Oh, I didn't know I went there. I knew right where to find it. Um, this website. Yeah, there were a couple couple defenders that I thought probably should have got called up. I thought if Danny Williams had not got injured, he probably should. I know he hasn't played with the U.S. much recently. People um, are really, people really big on Fabian Johnson. Okay, what, what do we think? Yeah. Oh, Fabian Johnson's in there. I thought he wasn't. No, he's in there. Is it Edgar Castillo that's not? Edgar Castillo is not. Okay. That what do we think about like John Brooks or Brooks? Know, that's the other one. Brooks is there. definitely not going to Brazil. Timmy Chandler. I oh when I went through my list, I, I kept him as much as I hate him. Benny Failhaber. Uh, kind of. He's just perennial over perennially overlooked. I guess. Yeah. If, yeah, that, it, if you like him. Yeah. If you but like at, that at the same sort time, of thing. you look at the people on the list. It's like to him, I think it just comes down to age. He's not, like, super old. But Adu's not any younger, I don't think. No, but Adu plays a completely different position from Phil Hover. That's true. And Adu brings that positional flexibility. Because in a real pinch, Adu can play center back. Yeah. yeah. Pretty well, actually. Yeah, and is that what keeps him on the roster? It could I be. I think so. I, I don't think Adu's I going. Think, and I, I don't, crossed Adu off on my list. I, don't I think, think that the last couple matches, like, friendlies and the last couple qualifiers, like, Omar got really exposed. And I yeah. don't think I don't think Jurgen's as big and on Omar as he was a year ago. Especially now that he's injured and he's going to be injured for the first week or so of camp. Yeah, and he hasn't been good for LA. Yeah, he's been really. Eh, and yeah. the other thing too, it, the other thing too that I think weighs into it is Martin Vasquez was really big on Omar, and, and Vasquez is out, is not there anymore. And that's where the talk started when votes came in, birdie votes, and all of a sudden it's. Jeff Cameron and Matt Beasler are our best center back pairing, which well, they are. They always have been, really. They always have been. But you can't, yeah. you can't have that Omar moment where you just space out and ball watch. It's yeah. the world yeah. cup. You cannot do that for a minute. 
Yeah, we, I've said it before. Omar is going to have at least two minutes every single game. Not two minutes, two times. Two or three times every single game where he just shuts off for 30 seconds. And it's the worst 30 seconds. And in MLS, you get away with that. Oh, yeah. Well, some, not always. No, no yeah. not always. I mean, you get away with it where people are like, oh, well, that's okay. Yeah, but you get, punished really for it a lot more. you get punished for it a lot more in the World Cup than you do. You're going to get punished every single time. We yeah. can go through a list of players who would punish yeah. Don't punish me, Omar. Uh, <laughs> sexy sax man style. Yeah. yeah. That's no, Omar's uh, greatest contribution to society. And I think you can't really put a value on Jeff Cameron's experience in the Premier League in terms of knowing that you can't switch off. Because the Premier League is probably as close to the World Cup as you can get in terms of you always have to be on. And if, yeah. you, if you make a mistake, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. And That's true. Cameron has tons of experience with that playing with Stoke. Yeah, I'd plus he has tons of experience just playing very defensively with Stoke. Yeah. that's kind of their thing. But yes, Trevor. I I was just looking at it trying to remember who I crossed off, and I remember who it was now. Who was it? Um, John Brooks. Yeah, I, I took got rid of three defenders. Brooks that would be my first one off the list. Leaves us with eight defenders if you get rid of three, and yep. then I think it leaves with nine midfielders if you get rid of three. And then you uh, they're both of, at 11. Yeah, get, or 8. Okay, so 8 and 8, and then 4 forwards, right? Is and that eight, right? 8, no, because yeah. then you have 22 players. No, 8, 8, 4, 20. God, I'm retarded. But plus plus three, 3 keepers. Plus the, three yeah, the 3 keepers are going. Yeah, yeah, yeah clearly. Congratulations, so, yeah. Nick Ramondo. But the defenders... Ramondo. I'm oh, thinking John Brooks is not going. Um... Clarence Goodson probably is not going. I hope uh, not. Actually, I'd take Clarence over Omar sometimes. Yeah. I wouldn't. Ever. He's good at hitting the ball hard with his foot. Goodson He's is really a... good at blowing an offside trap. So is Omar. That's true. You want that against Portugal and Germany? Yes. No. If we're playing an offside trap against Portugal and Germany, we're in trouble. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but no, I mean, you look at... An offside trap se- against Germany sounds awesome. I'm going to go cry. Look at the center back options. <laughs> yeah. And Omar's going. Goodson, yeah, Omar's going. Yeah, yeah. Goodson's the odd man out. Yeah, and then Yedlin is also he's the third guy. Oh that, god, oh, Yedlin doesn't go. Right? Yeah, easy. And easy. the midfielders, you get uh, where'd he go? Red Julian Green probably not going. Probably, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say probably not going. I would say probably going more than I would say not. I I don't know if I want him to go, but. I'm not saying I think he should go. Yeah, yeah, no, I, logic. I, I, th- I think he is going. I don't think he deserves yeah, to. Like I said, this is we'll see. Who I'm I, a few games, right? Yeah. If, if it's me, this is who I'm cutting. Green, and then Adu, and I can understand the argument for keeping Adu on there. Yeah. I just don't think he gets it. I we've got enough center backs, and we've got better central defenders than that. Adu has a lot of European experience. He does, which I, which I know people say that's some people will say that's overrated, but I don't think so. He also yeah. has experience of sitting on the bench for the last year, not even making the eighteen for Stoke. Yeah. He's been pretty good for Philly, but anybody would be good for Philly. Please, and then. And then this is what I mentioned before. He, he the was last... alright for the U.S. too. I mean, let's yeah. not forget that. Yeah, he was. He's got a chance. I, I just with his position to get who he's going up against, I don't think he does. Yeah, you really you I think, think you I think, think Mix is miles ahead of Adu. I think I don't, I don't think, think Mix is his competition. That. I think it's Beckerman, Bradley, Mix, and Jones. Yeah, that Mix is going to play their central midfield. 
I'd say Mix goes maybe. over Adu. Over Adu. I would take Mix over Adu. But I wouldn't be surprised if they both get cut. Julian Green stays. I don't know. Who's your fourth center mid if you do that? Uh, uh, Corona. Oh, yeah, Corona. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Davis go, doesn't go, I think. Yeah, that, that's, We've got Grand like Zissi on the left. That's, that's what it comes kind of, down to for me is, is Davis or Corona, I think, is the last person I would cut. I think Man. Davis gets cut. I think Julian Green goes. We'll see. I think I, I really like the idea of Zussi and Bedoya. Yeah. With Bradley and Beckerman or Bradley and Jones in the midfield. Yeah. And I really think if, you know, because we we played it and we've entertained it, a diamond with Beckerman, Bradley, or Beckerman, you know, not a real diamond, but the way that, like, offside sort of diamond diamond that we played. Yeah. Yeah. And you can pull Bedoya and Zussi in a little bit because they can both play both ways. Man, that would be an awesome midfield. (laughs) Excuse me. And then for the forwards, I think, realistically... It's either Boyd or Johansson that gets cut. I think it's Boyd yeah. or Wondolowski. Uh, I don't think we'll Wanda, see. I don't think Wondolowski's. In dark we clinch. can see all three cut, right? Potentially. What those three forwards? That'd be a surprise. But that'd be monumentally insane. Yeah, insane. That leaves you well. Okay, so your forwards are Dempsey, Donovan, and Josie. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's that's beyond the pale, <laughs> isn't it? Mix so. can play forward. You know who can play forward? Ned Gravely. Super Ned Grappaboy. I, I think you take five forwards on that list. At least four. Yeah, at, at least four. If you cut two forwards, you open space for, say, Julian Green. But I think it's going to be one of the really young guys that gets cut. Yeah. I think Wando just brings something to the table that nobody else does. Terrence Boyd is kind of a not-as-polished Josie Altador a little bit. Terrence yeah. Boyd has been scoring a whole lot of goals. He has been scoring a whole, but he's also been scoring last. a whole lot of goals in Austria. So how does that really translate? To how many goals has Josie been scoring in England again? Wasn't that your argument earlier? That solid, but <laughs> no. Um, and really, can you? What was I going to say? So you guys are going to get pissed off at me for saying this. He's been scoring a whole lot of goals in Austria. Can you say that's not an accomplishment compared to scoring a whole lot of goals in the MLS? No. You, you, yeah. You're right. That's 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 the thing for for boy. And I, I say it like Austria's like oh well Austria's garbage. It's no, not. Austria it's, is kind of garbage. But... Well, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, goals in not... Austria count though. Twenty goals yeah. in a season is good no matter where you're at. Yeah, I It's solid. But um, I think the argument against Boyd is that he's played for the U.S. twelve times. And he hasn't. He hasn't zero done zero goals. Yeah. Admittedly, most of those are substitute appearances. But Wando has only scored against crap. Uh, he scored against Mexico. He scored well, against South Korea. He scored against Mexico's B team. There's an argument for it. Scored and he against... scored against South Korea's B team, too. That uh, was not South Korea's B team. He has at least scored. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. He scored. South Korea and Mexico are both teams that are in the World Cup. But not those players group, are not the, the players that got South in. Korea into the World Cup. Yeah, so, I agree with that. But it's the same argument. You can't say that Boyd scoring in Austria doesn't matter, and then say Wando scoring against an international B team does. It might because those guys that were on that Korean team they play in Korea. I if mean, your coach is Klinsman, yeah, and Klinsman's I, yeah. making that decision, if Wando has scored eight or nine goals for Klinsman and Boyd has scored zero, how is this the most on topic we've been all night? It's <laughs> not. It's because I, it's not something we normally talk about. I don't get it. Yeah. But I, I think that matters to Klinsman, is what I'm saying. Here's an RSL-related question. Yeah. 
I like questions. Do you think Gil or Beltran should feel a little left out? A little I bit. I think both of them should feel a little I think left Beltran out. more so than Gil. Because I don't think Beltran's ever really done anything wrong with the national team. That's the, Well, he's made, what, three appearances now? Two. Two? Three. Three? Two or three. Something like he that. He made the January appearance, he made one in the Gold Cup, and then he made the one against Mexico. Yes. Yes, so that's three. All three games. Wait, hold on. One. Yeah, that's three. The, or at least the Gold Cup game, he was, I thought, he was played better in that game than Parkhurst did the rest of the tournament at right back. I think Beltran's problem, and I talked to Matt about this, he just plays really boring soccer. Yeah. But it's effective. He's, he's, not, he's not the right back that's going to get you a He's goal. not DeAndre he's Yedlin. Gonna, yeah, offensively yeah. speaking, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. But he's not going to destroy your position on the back line like DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah, but that, that's the problem, is that doesn't really get rewarded nearly as much, unfortunately. I agree, it totally and I'm not, should. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the way Tony Beltran plays. Oh, yeah, it's no. just not, it doesn't stand out. Yeah. I mean, people were saying he had a bad game against Mexico. He didn't have a bad game against Mexico. Yeah. He he, he had a nervous he two minutes to start. He held up pretty well, like, almost getting overrun on that side against Mexico, and he held his own pretty well there, and they yeah. subbed him out, because he was beat down, and he was exhausted, yeah. but... He I, did not have a bad game. I think if you look at his stats, like he really stat. I'm not saying he I know was, that stat wise is a little bit different from eyeballing the game. Yeah, stat wise, he was solid. I'm not saying he would start in the World Cup. No, definitely not. But, and that's the thing I think holds him back is why bring a fullback that you really don't anticipate using. Yeah, that because yeah. how often do you sub out fullbacks? Else. Those guys that are playing, yeah. Beasley and Evans are going to be expected to go 90 minutes every game. Yeah. And also, if Evans I, are starting I right love back. DeMarcus Beasley at left back. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Everyone is like, oh my god, DeMarcus Beasley. But he's been awesome. Yeah, I, DeMarcus I mean, Beasley. I get that, that people, this is the thing. I think it's the people that are used to seeing DeMarcus Beasley play as a winger yeah. are the ones that are like, oh, he's, not a, he's not a left back. Here's my ballsy quote of the pod. DeMarcus Beasley is the most underrated player in U.S. national team history. History? History. History. Wow. I'm not going to get behind that one, but I'll get behind the most underrated player in the current national team pool. Yeah. Um, no one ever talks about him, right? Well. He's underrated in that aspect. Yeah. Like, well, they, they talk about him as if fourth, they're like worried about him. Yeah. This is his fourth Little. World Cup. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. And people totally disregard him. And I don't know if it's because he never played in MLS. I mean, he, he, he very, very young? briefly played in MLS. Yeah, okay. Most of his career has been in Scotland and Mexico. Yeah. So, and he played in Holland for a while, I think. But, um, he's really good. I yeah. He's I, never I really bad. Like you can. He's he's like he's had a couple poor games, but not. He's like well, okay. Games. How many other people have had poor? Games? Oh, everybody. He's, he's like yeah. Charin, not a, he's not like Cherandolo. He's not. Gonna Charandolo, Charandolo, whatever. I don't know. I Depends never know how it's pronounced. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. Blow, is very American. He's not gonna yeah. blow you away every game, but you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, and that's yeah. a. It's the Beltran thing. He's not gonna blow you away, but you know what you're getting. Yeah, uh, he's a little more attacking than yeah. than some other options, but yeah, not like excessive. Before either. World Cups, man. That's great, and I, I think yeah, I don't see why I wouldn't take him. Oh, he's going. I was just talking. Yeah, about him. I just got off on a tangent. Sorry. Yeah. Tangents. You said four World Cups, and that reminded me. I looked up uh, a couple of stats. Fareed Mondragon, yeah, former oh, yeah. Philadelphia Union goalkeeper, yeah, uh, is on the Columbia Colombian squad. The twenty-three. He hasn't retired yet. Or the thirty. He hasn't retired. He's still playing in Colombia. Wasn't his first World Cup Cal- like ninety-four? 
His first World Cup was 1994. That's pretty cool. His second World Cup was 98. And then he hasn't and then played Columbia didn't, It's not because... Oh, like, they haven't qualified since. They haven't qualified. This is their first time since 98 that they qualified. And he's on the World Cup <coughs> squad 20 years after his first World Cup. That's awesome. There's only one player that played in 94 that is even still active. And he's probably retiring at the end of the season. And that's Brad Fradel. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Is Fredel still playing? Oh, yeah, he plays for Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, you of all people, Jason. Yeah, just, I'm like, I just no, totally spaced that one. He's also 42, so he's yeah. probably retiring. I will. But I would. Well, is that's also a 42. crazy stat. That's crazy stat of the week. Right yeah. Good job, Tim. Good job. Way to Charles bring Barnard, you'd be proud. <laughs> Mr. Stat Guy stuff. Yeah. So it's only his third World Cup in 20 years. But he's, but, yeah. That's he really played in Landon's played ago. in four now too. Uh, yeah, two thousand two, six, ten. This one. Yeah, yeah. Because so he was, there, there he was like three, seventeen. Sometimes in it seems weird that it's twenty fourteen. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. There's three World Cups. In I think this is what getting old feels like. If they qualify, for you know what's like, crazy to look sixth. at, and and this is kind of one of those things that might have like set the U.S. back a couple of years, soccer wise. Is some of those guys that played in two thousand six that had to retire because of, like, injury or whatever reason, like, super young. Because there was a couple really good guys on that team that then after that 2006 World Cup, you never really heard from him again on the world on the national team. Hmm. And they were old. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the dude that played for Ajax. Um, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah. Can't help you there. Brian McBride, I mean, he was kind of old in 2006, but I yeah. think that was his last World Cup. Yeah, I think it was. No, it definitely was. Yeah. He wasn't there in 2010. Robbie Finley was. Legend. Yeah, he went to the World Cup. Stop judging him, Spence, you fucking dick. Robbie Finley oh. gets... I think... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jason's got a oh. mouth on him tonight. John, o- <laughs> John O'Brien. Huh? That's who it was. Yeah. His career was just destroyed by injuries. Can we talk Robbie Findlay really quickly? Yeah, let's do it. I think he'd get considerably less flack if he hadn't gone to that World Cup. Oh, no. I think no. that was the worst thing for his career. Because it was like... Well, okay, it, you it say was, that, but... It, it was good for his like, career, but... There, even if he could go back now, he'd be like, yeah, I'm definitely sort of Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it it didn't. He had no business being at the World Cup. They met, didn't manage ex- expectations. Wasn't there... Him. Somebody got hurt. And there was a reason that he went. It wasn't like he was... Yeah, he was, he was like an outside shot, and then like somebody got injured right at the end, and he was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess we better bring Robbie Finley. And he brought something no one else brought. Like, speed. phenomenal speed. Yeah. And good I, finishing. Cause, cause I wasn't, would argue that the didn't bigger... Didn't Edson Buttle go to that World Cup, too? Yeah. What, oh, my God. What a disaster, right? Forward. Yeah. Remember the first time I saw Edson Buttle, like, play live in the stadium that I was in? Was it a reserve game for Colorado? Yeah. And I was just like... Former World Cup there, on the reserve team. Well, just should we hilarious? Uh, should we wrap up our U.S. stock? Let me finish my point. Okay. I would argue that the worst mistake, worse than going to the World Cup for Robbie Finley, going to was going to England. I think staying, that staying in England for me was worse. Awful, not, and the not thing an is, awful is, decision, but it, it worked out really badly. Never improved, and it yeah. wasn't really Robbie's fault. It was yeah. just that Nottingham Forest was a disaster, and the coaching. He had like what, like five different coaches the five years that he was there. He was I there mean, for like yeah. He wasn't he was even there, there for like not three. five years. Yeah, yeah. three. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're right. He had like five or six different coaches during those three years, and one or two of them really liked him, and one or two of them really didn't. And then yeah. he had a couple of Robinho moments where he 
Yeah, I mean, just was terrible. You know who's had those moments? Robinho. He's still pretty good. Not anymore, he's not. Well, he was pretty good. No, he was solid, 100%. You know, there are people who are upset that he wasn't on the Brazil squad. Is it you? He's really pop. No. He's really popular in Brazil. I and I get that, and that's fine. He is not good enough, and has oh, been no for way. two years. Not for years. a team that wants to win the World Cup. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything else? Final uh, listener questions. I think Robbie did take a break. Listener questions. Take a break. Brian, Ch- Brian Ching was the guy everyone thought would go, and Robbie went instead of him. Yeah. Sounds about right. Which okay. Really weird. Take a break to listener questions. Listener questions. We'll do All that. Right. Okay. Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. Excuse God. me. Trevor, you worst, okay? That was the worst. We just took a break. Can you wait till we come back to do that? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. All right. Listener questions? Listener I hear we've questions. got, a, what, like four or five, 17, 20 uh, million? Four or five. One of those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Okay, what do we have? Number one. Number one. This is like a... Is Ned Grabavoy? No, no, but it should be. Okay. This is Joe Malbica? 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 Joe, tell us how to pronounce your name. We always yeah. read it and we're never certain, so just... He has like three questions and they're all pretty good. All right, let's hear. His first one is: Do you think we will see Lalo play any Open Cup matches this season? Oh. Um, we do have one Open Cup match during the World Cup. At least one. At least one. We could see up to three, and I think yes. You are very. To answer the question, you are very. I think we will see Lalo play an Open Cup game, uh, especially if um, as a keeper. Well, of course, as a keeper. Hey, he once played as a forward in a reserve game. It was the greatest moment of my life. It was pretty fun. Yeah. No, yeah, I I think we'll see him play um, at one or two of those Open Cup games uh, with Ramondo out just to give Atnello the break. I mean, usually you play your backup keeper anyway. Yeah. And he's going to be the backup keeper at that point. And that may just be me being really excited. I really want to see Lalo play keeper. You've had him, what, this is his third year with this? Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've only seen him play keeper for one half, like in a meaningful game. Yeah. Well, was that open cup? No, I said meaningful game. Uh, it was uh, against BYU when they played. That's Rio not Tinto. meaningful. No, in a wasn't. friendly rather than reserves game. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see him too. I think. Yeah. It's fifty fifty for me. I think Jeff Casaro, of all people, understands like the need for a young goalkeeper to get minutes. Yeah. And I um, think with. Romano being gone and Adanella like the first team keeper, you'll probably see Lalo in Open Cup. Because yeah. Saun- Saunders Saunders was the backup last year and the Open Cup was kinda his tournament. Yeah. Until he got hurt. Yeah. But next question. So anyways, yes, I think we will see Lalo. I think yeah. we all agree on that. Definitely hope we do anyway. You might see him on the bench, but you will see him. No, he said see him play. Um He'll be on the bench this weekend. You're right. His next question was do you think Sandoval is a lock to start, or do you see us going Garcia Plata to start this weekend? See, that, that's that's the only real question in my mind as far as who replaces the missing World Cup guys. I think it's realistic to maybe not expect, but it's a realistic possibility. Garcia has been playing more minutes this year than Sandoval. But he and plays he, in Plata's spot, but was, typically. Sandoval was I, I also agree. injured to start the season, or coming back from injury. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. But 
do you go with the guy who's been playing more minutes in MLS, or do you go with the guy who's the more like-for-like replacement for I'll just, Sabarillo? I'll just ask this question. Who has been uh, more active and involved in their time? Sandoval. In less time. where I go with it. But Sandoval is always you kind of wonder if Plata and Garcia might have something playing together. They have they, a great friendship. Yeah. They, they have in the past. They've been, they've been not terrible. Yeah, then that's the best we can give them is not terrible together well, when, as a partnership. When when Garcia scored his brace against LA, wasn't that Sandoval? Wasn't that Garcia and Plata that played in that game? I thought it was. I think so. Was it? I mean, that, that's that's where I remember Garcia having the most success. Looking yeah. back, he's had the most success pairing with Plata than he has with anybody. Else. I think that's just because he has more success centrally rather Either than him yeah. pairing with Plata or him pairing with Sandoval. And they're both is, is and they're both so busy. That they're such a headache together. I mean, yeah. Yeah. one player like that is a headache for a backline, but two players like that is just a nightmare. For me, they they provide more question marks as a pair than they do answers. That's yeah, fair. But I I think throughout the five or six games where we're not going to have Sabo, we'll definitely see both options, or maybe all three options: Plata yeah. Garcia, Plata Sandoval, and then Sandoval Garcia and I, Robbie Finley. Yeah, he'll and be Robbie back Finley when he gets back. I, I suspect we'll start with Sandoval. I agree. I don't think there's any reason to move away from the form. I think Garcia is valuable on the bench because he can come on for either one of them. Yeah. yeah. You exactly. don't really pigeonhole your substitutes if you... Ah, that's true. Yeah. So, Sandoval, not really a lock, but more likely I to think start. He's more likely to start. For me, he's, 70%. For me, he's really close to a lock to start initially. Yeah. But yeah. this first game will, will answer a few questions, so we'll yeah. see. All right. Uh, and it Our, also depends on fitness. So. Yeah. Our next question is from Adam Hendrickson. Good friend of the pod. His question is, what was the story behind Sabarillo walking straight to the locker room on Saturday? I didn't get the whole story. Do you have any opinions? He just didn't want to come out. He was upset about coming out of the game early. It's Sabo. It's Sabo Sabo being Sabo. Sabo is a guy that doesn't take well to being subbed off early. Like I said before, we've seen it the exact same thing. When he gets subbed off, he feels too early. He throws a fit. Yeah. Maybe that's a bad thing, but... I don't think so. I love it, because it shows that he cares. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's how it's Sabo It's kind of disrespectful, coach-wise. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, he's not going to get suspended, because he'll be at the World Cup. Yeah. If he was still here, I'd, I think he wouldn't be in the 18 this weekend. I'm, I'm sure they had a discussion about him. Yeah, Kassar yeah, said, they, said they just talked. So. Yeah, Kassar said they've talked. The team they, talks with, it all with him. Yeah. Everybody's just fine with, with their And I think the guys know that that's Sabo. Like, yeah. the guys yeah, on the team. It, it, there's no way that this was a surprise. I mean, you, it's you, a disappointment, but not. You try to hope that it doesn't happen, but yeah. nobody's like, "Oh, hey, Sabo, what the heck's going on?" Yeah, and it's not like if he's Kyle done it before. It, it's yeah. the same or Plata. people. Or Plata, yeah. I mean, the only people that are new on the coaching staff. Um, well, that's like the, like the three whole coaching staff. Yeah, it was probably new to them, but Kassar. It's I'm not sure new they to. knew ahead of time. That yeah, that's about it wasn't new to Kassar. It wasn't new to anybody. Who's the actual? It wasn't assistant. new to anybody on the field. Yeah, is Dalglish the assistant? I, I don't like know the number had, one assistant. I don't know if we actually. I might say it's Andy Williams because he is. Managing but he doesn't go to the away reserves. games, so I didn't. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I actually don't know the situation on that because I know Kassar was like the number one assistant. Yeah, so. I know Andy Williams does reserves. So yeah. For whatever that's worth. Not much. Is there a reason Williams doesn't go to away games? I actually don't know. I thought he did. I thought he just didn't go to some of them. Because hmm. I haven't seen him at all a single one this year. Maybe that's part of his, his mystique. Deal? Not his mystique, but no, like. No, no, it's his mystique. Okay. 
Maybe he's still working scouting too. Maybe he's here. Yeah, that's that's a question to ask uh, people in the know. So we should yeah. uh, inquire. Inquiring minds want to know, yeah. Mister Cray Fitzgerald. That's a, that's a good question. Trey doesn't listen to our show. He's got his own. Yeah, well, Trey <sighs> should listen to our show. He could hear us talk about Ned Grabovoy for an hour and a half. Love you, Trey. Can't have enough Ned Grabovoy talk. Did, did you say there were three questions from Joe? I already got them all. Two. Nope, I got them all. Okay. Right. Next question from Scott Devy. Hey Scott. Hey Scott. Hey Scott. Hey Scott. Do we hey, have Scott. any concerns regarding Grossman playing in Kyle Beckerman's spot? Uh, yes. Uh, concerns, but not like irrational. Not, not alarming concerns. Yeah. So no, I mean, it, it's concern. The concerns are that he hasn't been a starter on an MLS team for two or three seasons mm, now. But that's not because he wouldn't have been elsewhere. Well, and it's also well, not because I mean, like maybe he would have been a starter for us. If he hadn't won, taken a, a you know concussion break for six months, yeah, but, uh, I mean, and that's, two, yeah, like, that's still part of the concern. He, yeah, he wasn't with the team, or at least playing for half the season last year. Yeah, he's coming off of, I mean, he's another injury. Another, he's really only played in like what, like three matches this year, all his yeah. substitute appearances. Yeah, so he, hasn't started. he hasn't looked bad though. No, he, he has Some guys come in as a sub and you're like, oh man, there's a reason this guy doesn't start. I don't think that's, we've seen that this season. From anybody? Yeah. Mansali on Saturday? Alright. Okay. That's that's the kind of what allays the concerns a little bit, but it's still a concern to have a guy start a game in place of Kyle Beckerman. He's alright. For the first time yeah. that he started a match in at least, at uh, least a solid season. He started against Portland last year, yeah. didn't he? Oh, Vancouver. He played against Vancouver. Oh, is that like reserve match? It wasn't well, a reserve match. Yeah, it was the reserve team. Yeah, that, that's what air, air quotes, reserve team. But, okay, but how many other games did you start? Uh, probably a couple open cup matches, I would guess. You started two games last year. Okay. okay, so that, my point is, he's not a regular starter. One was in March. But I don't think... No, so it's, it's a concern, him. but his performances this season so far... I think he has the talent level to be a starter. He's yeah. talented yeah. enough to be a starter. He's kind of like Atsanella, where you're like, okay, this guy could probably play for most teams in the league. Just fitness and, like... Bad luck. Bad luck. And having a, having a U.S. international in front of him. Yeah. So... I mean, really, last year, if Grossman hadn't been hurt, he would have probably had Donny Alvarez's spot. Yeah. Mm. There, would, there would at least be a conversation. There would be a conversation, yeah. I thought your Donnie was really good. Hang on. I thought yeah, your Donnie was really good at replacing Beckerman in that role tactically. For the 10 minutes you got him before he got a red card. I think he was an idiot going into tackle. To be if, fair. If you, if you took out the tackle issue, your Donnie was... To be fair, awesome. he had more good games than he did bad. Yeah, oh, the bad games just stood out really, yeah. really. And he only had two red cards in his RSL career. Yeah. He only had two red cards he, in the ten matches that he played. <laughs> and one of those red cards was two yellows, one of which was given for diving. Yeah. I think erroneously. Yeah. Considering he... Like, he didn't before try to snap fa- someone's leg in half like yeah. that side did in the Dallas game. Yeah. You know what's funny about that tackle is when I saw it, I'm like, oh man, I can't believe that's a red card. Because I was in the south end, and then I got home and saw it. I was like, oh my god, he's going to get suspended for like two years. <laughs> Whatever yeah. I saw it at home. He also got, in my opinion, the most BS suspension that the Disco Committee... Disco Committee? Disciplinary oh, for the like Tim Cahill tackle. Yeah, that Tim Cahill... He got if that three games If that hadn't that. been Tim Cahill, he would have got a game. Yeah. He, they were, pre- they were protecting... He probably would have got a suspension. All right, but here's, here's the they BS part about Cahill. it. They were protecting Cahill. 
He gets three games for that. And if you remember, like, it was a bad tackle. Nobody said, but barely touched Tim Cahill. Hot, or not Javi, Marcus Moldaini, the guy that tore apart Javi? Yeah. Four names. Yep. That's the disco. But we're not going to get into that. Goodness. Anyway, no, no, I think the most ridiculous suspension has still been Sabarillo's yeah. <laughs> single game suspension for diving. Yeah. Um, nothing of the sort has been given since. Yep. To Rob Friend. Yeah. He should be hopefully. Sincere. Rob Friend's uh, hopefully working on it. So we'll their see. next question is from Nephi J. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what MLS teams are most likely to lose and benefit the most from World Cup departures? Like, who will lose the most, who will benefit the most? This is a question that should be researched in order to, like, properly answer. Um, but we can say, I think, easily. Uh, Seattle. Seattle or us. Uh, probably are, in terms are, of losing the most? Yeah, have lost the most. Well, I think he means at risk losing the most. I wouldn't put us up there because I'm. Oh, oh. I mean, in terms. I think he means in terms of their results will drop substantially. Seattle, Kansas City. I Toronto. think Kansas City's up there. Well, Toronto sucks, so I don't know if they're. Yeah, I'm not going to drop. Now, you can only go from second to last, to last really. They've right? lost what three on the trot. So look at you being trot. Englishy and stuff. Who? Uh, oh, uh, here's one. L.A. Yeah. I mean, they haven't looked great with Donovan, and now they're going to lose yeah, or him. Omar. and Omar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and did uh did Ireland go? No. <laughs> you can't see it, but Jason is flipping off uh, Matt here. Jason, the secret Irishman. Yeah. Who else is losing anybody? Philadelphia. Uh, New okay. York's losing Tim oh, Cahill. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Huh? I forgot Australia made the World Cup. Um, Tierra Henry should go too. A big one because because. They don't necessarily have the depth, and he's really good for them. Is Boniac Garcia is going to be gone for Houston? Yeah. And he's a huge player for Houston if you watch them regularly. And, uh, and potentially Brad, Saturday. and potentially they could lose Brad Davis. Yeah. But like we said, we think he's coming back. So. Well, they're still going to lose him for a couple games. Yeah. San Jose lose Wando. And Goodson. Yeah. It's pretty evenly spread across MLS, which I think is fantastic to Portland see. Portland don't lose anybody, but they suck. So. Yeah. Well, poor Canada. Yeah, if, will Canada make the World Cup in our lifetime? Sure. You really think so? I'm going to live a long the time. The U.S.? I said, what? What's, what's the question? <laughs> what? what? What question did you just ask? I said, will Canada make the World Cup in our lifetime? No. There you have it, folks. <laughs> I plan on living for like 150 years, so there's a great chance. Well, see, here, you want to hear the logic behind that. No. CONCACAF is losing positions. You better believe it. A, U.S. and Mexico. A position. They're not okay. losing two. They may not be losing two, but right now they have three and a half. So if they go down to two and a half, that's U.S., Mexico. And a half. And a half. And it's always going to be Costa Rica, probably. Costa Rica, Honduras. Costa Rica, Panama, Jamaica, yeah, Panama have never made the World Cup, so you shouldn't yeah, have yeah. to throw them. No, they never have, actually. Really? Yep. Yeah, that's, they, why they they were, did. that's why they oh, were. That's why they were on so the crushing? field weeping whenever they lost to us. That's right. You're right. You're right. Okay, but still, the, there's, there's like five I teams I was talking about when I said that. Position. No, you're right. Jamaica aren't always going to be as bad as they are now. Yeah, yeah. Jamaica's definitely in the transition. Jamaica. That's a weird situation. Yeah. Bama's going to coach Jamaica. Watch. That'd be amazing. I'd be down for it. I, I don't want to lose him, but uh, it's 
it's not a bad place to what lose teams what but what teams benefit the most that's a good question that's the I, From, I have no idea who benefits I don't think anybody really benefits but I think much. the teams that are like kind of on the bubble that might play the Seattles or the teams that lose a lot yeah I, I don't know who those teams are Colorado yeah because um, they they don't lose anybody Colorado. well no they lose uh one of their, one of their spa- he plays for Dallas now um Hey, you're right. He does. Yeah, he's one of the reasons Colorado's <laughs> midfield is a disaster is they never you're replaced right. Henry Thomas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say Colorado benefit from anything. Colorado benefit from New York, sucking. maybe? Yeah, New York. Yeah, New York loses Tim Cahill, which is yeah. big for New York. But they have uh, Johnny Steele. And uh, what's his name? Dax McCarty? No, no, the uh, Bradley Wright Phillips. He just oh, score yeah, a right. billion and they'll, they'll be fine and lose anyway. It makes MLS look so bad that Bradley Wright Phillips is scoring for fun. <laughs> He's scoring MLS. for fun, but his team's losing, so yeah. I don't mind. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Maybe uh, Chicago. Chicago didn't really yeah. lose anybody. But I think like these teams that aren't losing anybody, like yeah, they, they might benefit. But they're crap. That's bit. why they're not losing anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And most of these teams, like some of these teams, have good backups. Yeah. Uh, uh, See, I don't know how Seattle are depth-wise. Uh, well, without... I mean, once Yedlin comes back, they'll at least have a right back again. But Evans is gone. Yeah. I mean, who else? Is uh, that it? Uh, uh, Clint oh, Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah, without Clint Dempsey, what are they now? Yeah. I don't know. Lots of questions. We'll see over the next month, two months, so... We should do, like, a World Cup extravaganza pod. Let's make that happen. All right. Our World Deal. Cup preview. Our World Cup preview pod. Sounds perfect. Any other questions? We have to end with a dumb question. It's tradition. Did you guys do it last week? Nope, I'm going to be honest didn't. and say I didn't listen to the whole show. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty rude. Mooey disappointed. Mooey I, fell, disappointed. I fell asleep. Mm, to the dulcet tones of my voice. Exactly. I don't blame you. Um, that's, that's what it was. Chivas lost uh, Oswaldo Vinta. <laughs> wow, That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> I just of... think it's hilarious that Chivas has a World Cup player on I think it's yeah. hilarious that it's Minda that's going to the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What well, country is he from? Honduras? Ecuador. Oh, Ecuador. Yeah, Ecuador. which Ecuador makes me think, World like, if Oswaldo Minda goes, like... No Plata? Yeah, why not draw a Plata? Man. Well, let me pull it up. I'll tell you why. Well, that's... I was just context. looking at the team. Is it that Valencia bloke? Antonio no, Valencia? Got... The bloke. I'm taking the English lessons from you. Um, they've got the two guys that play in Mexico, Ender Valencia and Jaime Iovi. Oh, and their really good striker died last year. That uh, guy that used to play for Birmingham City. I remember that being I remember sad. that somebody died. And it was really sad, but I was remember it, his it was, uh, Chucho was his nickname. Chuco? No, Chucho. Like a train. I swear it was... That is not the sound. No, I I remember that nickname. Now that you say it, I remember that. Yeah. You just said I could swear it was this, but I remember that. No, I I said Chucho Benitez. Christian Benitez was his name. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I think Plata had like a Chucho Benitez shirt that he wore, and after he scored a goalie. Yeah, that's right. That was sad. (laughs) Okay. But no, they dumb question. Ecuador just has pretty good uh, forwards. 
So they have RA forwards. Jason was, that was my Trevor moment. They have RA forwards. They have RA forwards. Well, they've also got one Anangano. Dumb question. One Luis Anangano from Chicago Fire. Anang- oh, God. Anangano is going? No, he's and not. Plati- no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> not I got angry. Saying, I just yelled. He is Ecuadorian. I was Luis. like, what? It's all right. He has been called up recently. We know you're passionate about Anangano. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if we have a dumb question today. Is I, Colorado literally hell on earth? Oh, that's no. yes. No, it's not. Colorado I think place. it is. You Here's a team? question for you because oh, I was talking like the about the state of Colorado. The state. No, Colorado's nice. Hey, Trevor. Never mind. I can't say that on the show. <laughs> Here's a fun one. This isn't yeah. a crazy question, but we were uh, talking about this earlier. If MLS wasn't single entity, the Colorado Rapids would not exist anymore. I, yeah, I could stand by that. But I don't think a lot of teams would exist anymore. But especially, I mean, you, like, off the field-wise, they're not a train wreck like Chivas, but they're they're just there. Yeah. They're just there. They're just there. Well, I mean, you say that, but... I say that because it's true. They won an MLS championship on more a recently f- than our own goal. What? On an own goal. That, what did they that, do before that MLS Cup, and what have they done since? They've lost a bunch of games. That's just that's just MLS craziness than winning the MLS Cup. That was just a that's just part of MLS being batshit crazy and unpredictable. I might be with him on this one, Trevor. Don't look at me like that. You can't okay. defend and say that was, a real, like that was a really great Colorado side that won the MLS Cup. What I'm saying is that Colorado has not been awful 100% of the time. Off the field. I'd put them in the bottom three off the field in yeah. terms of how they're They run. did just uh, announce they're keeping that new guy that they brought in, uh, Hinchy, Tom Hinchkey, Pin- whatever. He's is like, he the, like president. the president. Yeah. He's doing a great job. He's, place he's is doing pretty good. He actually cares. It's a change. <laughs> it is a change. Okay, well, should we end there? We still need a dumb question. That was my listener question. Who on the squad likes was... pizza more, Cole Grossman or John Sturz? <laughs> Pizza's really good. Hmm. John Sturzer. I don't know. Probably I, I, I hope it's Sturzer because that would... Cole Grossman wait, wait, takes wait. pictures of himself I was going to say, off, that was so. going to be my question. Oh, ask your question. Who on the squad will take Grossman. the best selfies? Who does or who would? Who would? Someone that you might not have seen one. Jason, do you really have to ask? <laughs> Okay, to make it fair to everyone else, excluding Ned Grabavoy, who on the squad would take the best selfies? Sabo. It would just be He'd like... get the pound it would just, You know what Sabo's selfies would be? It would be like the people that lay on the floor and their dogs next to them yeah. when they're taking well, does have those selfies, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, my favorite Sabo selfie was the one... Uh, he was in Costa Rica during the off-season, and he was just like hiking up a mountain or whatever, and he took a selfie, and like half the picture is his face. And then you can just barely see, like, behind him is what is undoubtedly a gorgeous view. You just can't see it at all because it's his entire face. And he's wearing sunglasses. And you can see, like, his hands holding the up phone. the camera in the sunglasses. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. That's like a dad selfie. <laughs> yeah. 
And there's I mean, there was probably actually a famous person next to him, and he accidentally <laughs> held the phone too close and didn't get him. And, in there. and there's not like because he he didn't turn it around. He just turned the <laughs> he didn't turn the camera. He just turned the phone around so he couldn't see the picture he was taking. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like um, like it only had like the top. Like it showed his whole face, and he wasn't like smiling. Oh no, or of course anything. not. He just had not. his He's Sabo stare. Like I'll show it was you. Good. I'll show them to take me off in the 60th minute. Uh, with this horrible selfie. So, how about somebody who doesn't normally take selfies? Like Nat Borchers. Velasquez like, takes more selfies than a teenage girl. Yeah. That's true. Nat Borchers with like some great like beard shots. Yeah. That'd be good. Maybe. Uh, Kyle Beckerman with his fish. Yeah. Chris Winger looking hunky. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's what he does in his spare time. Is he looks Javi, like Javi with his like. That smile that he does after he oh, scores yeah, with a with his goal. kid on his yeah. shoulder. And his kid, I think, I really think you have to say Plata and Garcia would take the best selfies. Because of okay, course they I, would be together. I, I don't know if there's a huge... It's hard to look past Plata and Garcia when it comes to like... Yeah, the group selfie. Anything media-wise is Plata and yeah. Garcia. Yeah. They'd be doing the like Raz Taz Taz, their little dance that they do. They're cute. So that together. settles that. Does it settle it? I, Just Plata and Garcia, is that what we decided? Yeah, that's what we decided. Tie or does it have to be like them taking selfies together? Together, together. you can't have one without the other. As, yeah. as it's a like unit, love and marriage, they beat the rest of the team. They go together like a horse and carriage. <laughs> All right, All guys. right, fair enough. Next week, I agree. Yeah, uh, eat shit, Colorado. Mm-hmm.